I'm Mark Riddell, and in this episode, I'm going to share with you some useful advice to help you choose the right IT provider for your business. Welcome to TechSess, the show that provides the information you need to know so that technology can help your business to be more successful. Choosing the wrong IT company to support your network can be incredibly frustrating and expensive and could end up costing you in downtime, data loss and expensive repair bills, not to mention headaches and frustration. Now, there's no shortage of horror stories out there. Just ask any friends or colleagues, and I'm sure you'll get an earful of unfortunate experiences that they have encountered. And why is this? The IT industry isn't regulated. It is a little bit embarrassing and little known fact about my industry isn't regulated like many other professional services industries, which means anyone can claim they're an IT expert. Automotive body shops, electricians, plumbers, lawyers, dentists and accountants are all heavily regulated and that's to protect the customer from receiving substandard work or getting ripped off. However, the IT sector is still unregulated and there's no laws in existence to really protect the customer, which is why the information I'm going to share with you in this episode is going to help you the next time you're looking to choose an IT provider. So changing an IT provider is a big decision. It's a huge decision, in fact. It's up there with changing your accountant or your bank or your lawyer. There needs to be a really good reason as to why you're looking for a new provider. In fact, only about 3% of companies are ever looking to change their IT provider at any time. So the relationship and the long-term relationship that businesses have with their IT companies you know, can go for years and years and years and years. In fact, we have companies that we've worked with for over 12 years now. So some of the common situations that actually cause companies to change provider are outgrowing their current IT provider. And this is actually something that you know we hear quite a lot. The customer business has grown to the point where they feel that they need an IT company that is better equipped to help them into the future. They may have been using a one-man band up to this point, and they're now looking to work with a larger business. And sometimes... Businesses can't even really put their finger on what they mean by outgrowing their IT provider. It's just sometimes a feeling that the company they're working with isn't really fit for purpose anymore or they're not being proactive, which is quite often a word that people use when they're describing their current provider, that they're very reactive and very slow to come to the table with new ideas. And technology is an enabler for businesses and Businesses these days are really looking for someone that can come to the table with ideas, be proactive and actually help push them you know, forward. The next reason as to why businesses will look to change the IT provider is that something went wrong. So the IT provider did something that caused downtime or cost the customer money. And that has caused the relationship to break down to the point where the customers had enough and they are now looking to change provider. And the third reason which is happening more and more these days, is that the customer experienced a cyber attack and they have now realized that their IT provider lacks the specialist cybersecurity skills and services to protect them from any further incidents. And they've now realized that they need to find a much more cybersecurity focused IT provider. So choosing an IT support company isn't easy. I'm not going to lie about it. It's a very, very difficult thing to do for all the reasons that I've just mentioned. Because not only the dozens of companies to choose from, but they also have different pricing models. The services that they provide can vary drastically and, and many are still lacking any real cybersecurity solutions. So 
I want to try and help here and I want to provide my top list of things to look for when deciding to choose an IT provider. So here's a list of questions that you should really be either asking them directly or at least looking in their website, looking in their social media, looking for answers to some of these questions, okay? The first one, and it might seem very obvious, but do they answer their telephones live? So for example, is it a receptionist that always answers the phone? and they always then will pass on a message to a technician and get someone to call you back. You have to leave voicemail and then we know wait for a call back. So answering the phones live is actually pretty important and it's not always common as what you think. You know, I've experienced having to phone other IT companies where I've, you know, had the call answered by a technical receptionist type of person who can't really talk techie to the level that I need them to. And they can't actually help resolve the problem and you just get left frustrated thinking, right, I'm now going to have to wait for someone to, you know, call me back. And you've got no idea when that's going to be. So the next question is, do they only offer a break fix, you know, service arrangement where you just have to wait until something goes wrong at your end and then you call them to fix it? You know, they don't know what's really going on until you raise your hand and say, hey, we've got a problem. Do they have guaranteed response times to tickets? So when you raise a ticket, and that can you know, usually be by a piece of software they've installed in your machine where you can raise a ticket or by phone call or by email, do they have a guaranteed time that they're going to respond to that ticket? And um, when I say response, I mean that one of their technicians has picked up that ticket and has now actively started working on the problem. Do they consistently and proactively offer new ways to improve your IT performance or your business efficiency? So quite often this is not really technical stuff. This can usually be carried out through something like a quarterly business review where they will meet with you regularly to discuss the service that they're providing to you. They'll discuss ways that they feel that changes in technology or new solutions or new technology is going to help make your business better. Do they offer a weekly maintenance routine to ensure that computers are kept up to date and running at their best? So traditionally, this would have been work that would have been carried out on site. So an engineer would come out, they would sit and run disk cleanup and defrag and delete temporary files and all these things. And, you know, if you've been around long enough using computers, you've probably experienced an IT technician doing this kind of work. But actually nowadays, these things can be done automated and are usually run out of hours so they don't actually cause any disruption in your business anymore. So it's worthwhile finding out whether that's part of the service or is that something that they're going to charge you to do and come out on a monthly basis or whatever. Even if it is something that's included, if they are going to come out and send a technician out on site to do it, just bear in mind that while the technician is actually doing that key maintenance, housekeeping stuff, you can't use your computer. And then also consider that in the current world with a lot of people still working from home and maybe continuing to work from home, it's not really practical to be sending a technician out to all your employees' houses. So you want a company that can actually offer that automated and remotely without having to send someone out on site. Are they a one-stop shop provider that can also supply you with hardware, internet connectivity, phone systems, cloud and cybersecurity solutions? No one really wants to have to go to five different providers to get all the services that they need, right? I mean, it's the reason why we like going to department stores and even supermarkets these days that can sell clothes and food and houseware stuff and everything else. You know, having to go to lots of different places to get what you need is just inconvenient, really. So a lot of good IT companies these days will be able to offer all of these things under one roof so that you get often a single invoice for all these services. 
So you know exactly who to contact when there's any problems or you want any additional services or whatever. So they can really provide the whole kind of supermarket shopping experience for all your technology. And when something goes wrong with other services that they might not be providing, such as your internet connection, your phone system or any printers you have, do they take control of the problem and actually liaise with the third party? Or do they say, that's not our problem to fix and then you know, leave you to deal with the problem? And this is something that's actually you know, really, really valuable because leaving the customer to go and speak with the software vendor for a piece of software they have is really inconvenient for the customer because you, know, you might have to then go and have a conversation with someone and try and explain something technical that's going on. And that's going to either cause you or one of your staff members, maybe hours of their time, trying to deal with a problem, whereas your IT company should be able to talk techie to techie with the vendor or the printer company or whoever it is. And actually, they should be able to get to the root of the problem and get the problem solved sooner. But many IT companies don't actually offer third-party support as part of the service. So you should really be asking or looking for IT providers that include third-party support just as part of their service. Because like I said, it is one of these things that comes up time and time again and they may need to speak to other people and you want to make sure that they are going to cover that time as part of the service. Are there technicians maintaining vendor qualifications and receiving regular training? Now, IT companies tend to be pretty busy, so getting time to you know shut down for a day and do training isn't really possible. So quite often in IT companies, technicians are expected to do any additional training things in their own time. Because obviously during the day, you want them to be available to provide you support. So unless they're a huge, huge IT company that can afford technician training days, which is not many IT companies, you still want to ensure that their technicians are keeping up to date with regular training and especially maintaining vendor qualifications. And the most common ones you'll find in the IT support provider world is Microsoft certifications. There's another company called CompTIA or, you know, spelled CompTIA, but do provide qualifications on IT and security, cybersecurity, that kind of stuff. So it's really important that because the world of technology changes so quickly that you want to make sure that the provider is making sure that their technicians are keeping up to date with the world of tech because obviously you will suffer for their knowledge going out of date. And do they provide detailed invoices that clearly explain what you're paying for? Now, quite often if we are looking at a company that's looking to change their IT support provider, the invoices that the current provider sends to them can sometimes be a bit of a mystery. They don't really explain things very well. The quantities of services and things aren't accurate. The numbers of computers that they think they're supporting aren't up to date and accurate. And it's just the whole billing thing is just a bit of a mess. And the customer quite often doesn't actually have a clue really what they're paying for. So ensuring that invoices are detailed and are itemized line by line so you know exactly what service you're paying for and the quantities, etc., is that's super important. Do they have adequate professional indemnity and public liability insurance to protect you? So obviously any advice that an IT company provides to you is going to come under professional indemnity. You want to ensure that they are covered in case they give you bad advice. And also if they're carrying out work on your premises, so if they are doing any network installation or cabling work or installing any hardware, if they cause any problems or any damage or injure any of your staff for whatever reason, that they have suitable public liability insurance to protect against that. And you should be asking them for copies of their current insurance certificates. It's amazing how many times I've been in the sales situation and 
customers don't ask for any of this. They're not doing any due diligence. And quite often we have to offer this information to them. And I just startles me why more businesses just aren't asking for this kind of stuff because it is really important. Finally, I'd also point out, you know, do they track their customer satisfaction or what we call CSAT? So what is their 90 day rolling satisfaction score? It should be a percentage, you know, out of 100. And ideally, they should be promoting this already on their website and social media channels as it is something that most IT companies tend to be very proud of because you have to work hard to have good customer satisfaction in IT, right? It's an industry where you only speak to people that are really frustrated and upset with things. So having high customer satisfaction is something that IT companies should be extremely proud of. So if you can't find their customer satisfaction anywhere, if you can't find it easily on their website and their social media, you should really wonder why aren't they promoting the customer satisfaction? It might be that they don't actually collect customer satisfaction, which is also a bit of a worry as to why don't you? Because it's really one of the key ways that they can demonstrate the level of service that they provide. So now you have an idea of what to look for in an IT provider and some of the questions that you should be asking. Here are three mistakes that you should avoid when choosing an IT provider, which I thought is important to shed this side of it as well. First thing is choosing an IT provider based on a single phone call. Now, good IT companies are never going to try and get you to sign up to their service during an initial phone call. They will want to have a discovery session with you so that they can better understand your current IT systems and how your business operates, specifically with how you use and engage with IT within the business, because they're looking to understand how best they can serve you. The top IT providers know that the real value in a long-term relationship with a customer is being able to add additional extra value, right? So taking the time to understand the customer, understand their business, what they do, how they use IT, gains that insight into thinking, well, how can we best help this business? And that's the exciting part of IT support for me because really the, the first three to six months of working with a new customer is the point where you can make the biggest difference to them because you're taking over the reins from a previous IT provider who may not have been that proactive. And that is that period where there's the biggest opportunity to make improvements for the customer. And, and also that's what the customer is looking for when they change IT provider too. You know, you are looking to gain validation that you've made the right decision by changing provider. And often that comes through looking to improve the situation, improve systems, improve how things are. The second mistake that you should avoid is choosing an IT company that cannot monitor and update and support your network remotely. So in this day and age, any IT company that can't deliver this kind of service is living in the Stone Age. You want them to be able to do this because it enables faster repairs. It allows them to keep their support costs lower compared to having technicians drive around the country. Now, of course, there are going to be times when they need to come on site. So, for example, installing new hardware or having to fix a network outage if it's a piece of hardware, like a network switch, wireless access point, those kind of things. Of course, you will need someone on site, but remote monitoring repairs makes fixing problems faster for you and can help avoid problems from cropping up in the first place. And the last mistake that you should avoid is 
choosing an IT provider without speaking to their current clients. Don't just take written testimonials at face value. Of course, every written testimonial is an amazing testimonial, right? It always looks good and it's quite often just written by the IT company and they get their customer to sign it off and approve it. So the top IT companies will actually insist that you speak with some of their clients because well, they have nothing to hide and they also genuinely want to ensure that you're making the right decision. If they don't offer you this, then you should insist on speaking with at least two clients. And my advice is speak with a customer of a similar size to your business and another one that is larger than your business so that you can be confident that they will be able to support your business long term as you continue to grow. Because you don't want to find out that after a year, you've already outgrown them and you're now looking for another new IT provider to support you. So hopefully this has helped you to become better at knowing how to choose an IT provider. So the next time that you are faced with this decision, you can ensure that you ask the right questions to help identify the best company for your business. Please remember to subscribe or follow the podcast so you can make sure that you see future episodes. And thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.